Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 249 of Swish and Flick. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Brandon. We have a guest! Woo! Woo! We'll talk more about him in one second. Gotta give time for this episode's sponsor. Thank you, Allie Selkirk. Thank you, Allie. Thank you. You rule. All right, special guest. We're joined by Brandon. Brandon Prime. Flight of the Seven Brandons. Brando. Whatever you want to call him. One cool dude. He's here. Super excited to have Saw, him. Saw, dude. <laughs> so glad you did that. He's gonna he's gonna be our commentary today. I could tell you were waiting for it, so I like it. I like it. All right, so yeah, it's uh, a little different time on Swish because Tiff decided to have a baby and leave us. Like whatever. So we're gonna have some special guests on, and we had to finish out this chapter because it was split into three because it was so long so today we're going to be discussing part three of chapter 18 of harry potter and half-blood prince birthday surprises so make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to toast your way through the details did tiffany put that in yeah it was not me i cannot take credit for that i do have to ask are we toasting like bread or toasting like with a with a glass i'm assuming it's with a glass toasting champagne it's definitely bread where are you guys at did you read the chapter? Because it's definitely mead. <laughs> it's mead. You're right. It's mead. But now I want some toast. Uh, so before we begin, Neat. though. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Let's go to Meg for the Weekly Profit. Hey, it's Meg. I have Weekly Profit news. So we found this article, we meaning Katie, found this article on comicbook.com about the news that has come out um regarding like Warner Brothers idea for like expanding the wizarding world Katie um yeah they are basically like saying we're going on about how the new Fantastic Beast was such a disappointing box office blah 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 whatever the part I pulled from this was that the CEO is it of Warner Brothers I think so uh, David Zaslav. I totally butchered that. It's a cool name. Uh, he said that he wants to continue the whole let's create a Hogwarts-based TV series on HBO Max, which I'm excited for. But this is the part that's interesting. He is, quote, reportedly mulling a reset for the Potter franchise as a whole on the film side. What does that mean? Because that's all they gave us. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't really know because let me tell you, I don't think that we're quite there yet for like a redo of these films. Yeah. I, I feel like it hasn't been long enough yet. So the only thing I could say is if they're going to do a redo of the films, do it as like more of an adult twist. Yeah. Okay. Include some more of the darker themes and stuff now that we're all old. And I like yeah. That. I mean, you could keep the characters obviously the same age and everything like that. But if they did it like that, not quite like a Game of Thrones kind of level, but bring <laughs> oh, all those things into it, I think I think it would work. But come if on. they're just going to reboot them, I'm I'm out. 
Yeah. I just would prefer a reboot in the form of a TV show because we yes. would be able to get so much more. Like, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love films. But, like, in terms of, like, the depth of information that we have for Potter, like, a TV show makes so much more sense. And... I mean, why not? They would have so much content if they did that. Yeah, especially I, like, just, like... Go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, with how much you guys are noticing and showing all of us how much we've forgotten is in these books because yeah. they were not in the films. Peeves, for one. Right. So much. Like, that's the tip of the iceberg, you know? <laughs> yeah, they had to cut out so many things for these films because it's so typical to just have, like, two hours... Maybe you can stretch it to two twenty, two thirty, but like they really didn't go over that, and like they like think about. I mean, they only they only cut Deathly Hollows in half, but like realistically, all of these films except maybe the first two should have been cut in half, but they just weren't ready to commit to that at that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Goblet is the first one that comes to mind because that mm -hmm. movie is that was the first one they actually talked about it with I do remember um, I remember learning that in one of the documentaries that I watched like they really really sat down and talked with Mike Newell about potentially splitting it but he was pretty set on not but I think that they really should have it just once you get to a certain point in the Potter films um, you really in order to follow the storyline, you really do have to have read the books to, to grasp it. And I think that that is kind of why, like, my mom was really into it whenever the first, like, three movies came out. But then once Gobble to Fire came out and the rest after that, like, she truly was just lost when she was watching them. So she just couldn't. They don't she just couldn't it. grasp it the way that I did because I had read them. And, and she, yeah, she truly, she was like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know what's going on i don't know what the story is and it's like they really should have like read the room a little better i think with like what information to put in and not put in i don't know i don't know i so like the whole reset thing like if it's going to be on the film side i'm less intrigued but i would definitely be here for a tv series that is the same content but more in depth if they're gonna do a tv series though it's gonna have to be you know seven eight seasons mm -hmm. i need them to commit i know because you I, can't I, I mentioned this game of thrones earlier it. like game of thrones was fantastic and then towards the end they got kind of bored with it and mm -hmm. they were going off to make star wars and they were just like hey, let's well, just wrap it up real quick and i if they did that to potter that would just be heart crushing to say yeah. the least <laughs> I do think that, like, at least with Potter, they have all of the content already available to them. Whereas, like, with Game of Thrones, they reached a point where they didn't have the books anymore and they were continuing on because he's such a slow writer and <laughs> doesn't want to finish he's, the he's dang not, He's series. not going to finish it. I don't I know. think he will. So, like, I do kind of think that maybe that is what made them lose interest even though i mean honestly as a content creator uh, that would be more exciting don't you think but like what do i know i mean i guess obviously star wars is a big gig but like so was game of thrones so like what like what gives it's weird anyway yep 
That was a cool weekly profit. Thanks, Kate. Wow, I thought it was going to be really dumb, and that turned out to be a really cool discussion. So, <laughs> awesome. you done it. <laughs> you done it. So make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then maybe they will too, and that'd be cool. <laughs> Subscribe to our <laughs> channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, swish swag boxes, and more. We do have some Pride merch available on our website. 20% of proceeds for the entire month of June are going to go towards the One Pulse Foundation in Orlando, um, which is the fund to help build a proper memorial for um pulse nightclub in orlando um so we would love to be able to give a nice donation to that for the month of june so if you would like to go and buy i i ordered some more of our pride sticker lines and added a couple different versions and variations of some of them like i got a holographic lightning bolt sticker instead of just the regular one most of those only come in stock during this time of year too and then once they're out they're out till possibly next year yeah if we bring them back we also restocked our cheers queers stickers which was a limited run last year um and then i also got a like our pride logo as an acrylic pen i'm excited for those to come in but those are also on the website too and like i said for the whole month of june all the all the pride merch is gonna give 20 percent towards one pulse foundation so just cover me in rainbows yes agreed um and as always we are constantly accepting potter stories so you can continue to send those to us or any fun things questions or concerns to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Oh my gosh, we did not discuss what's happening with the recap. Brandon, I think you should do it. The what? The recap. The, the intro. The recap <laughs> intro. He's like, I suddenly cannot hear you. Uh, I can't. I put you on the spot. I'm Wait, sorry. Wait, you mean the recap? Whoa! Yes! Threw it right out there. I just Thank really, you. really feel like I can't do it. I know. It's just not the same. <laughs> Brandy, you did a wonderful job. Though. Yeah, thank you. My All little right. Alexis hair flip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last time, which was the middle of a three-parter, the trio had their first ever apparition lesson. Woohoo! Good old Wilkie is really great at giving directions. Not he basically was just like, figure it out. Hashtag do it. Yep. Um, Susan Bones did end up splinching herself, and that was pretty much the most exciting thing to happen the whole time. Nobody really accomplished anything. Um, Harry's true obsession with Malfoy has really begun. He is looking out for him on the Marauder's map any chance he gets. Um, yeah, it's, uh, Harry, it's a little unhealthy. But hey, it's Ron's birthday, so everything's fine, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he's gonna have a wonderful Mm -hmm. birthday. Hey, you know Harry. When he when he puts his mind to something, he gets razor focused. Razor, razor focused. focused. All right, <laughs> it's summary time. Ron has been bitten by the love cauldron. 
I mean love bug. <laughs> or <laughs> love cauldron number nine. <laughs> or rather, has eaten far too many spiked cauldron cakes and is now madly, hopelessly devoted in love to Romoldavane. Harry comes up with a quick plan to take him to see Sluggy so he can cure him. It's not easy being down from a love potion, but it's even harder recovering from being poisoned. Ayo. Okay, so this first section, Tiffany did her notes. So if we sound a little weird, it's because we're reading Tiffany's notes. Just letting everybody know ahead of time. Wait, everybody take a moment to channel their inner teeth. I am channeling my inner teeth. All right. You're grounded. I just got (laughs) (laughs) I have some big little shoes to fill, okay? (laughs) So Ron has these cauldron cakes in his hand and he goes, want one? Uh, And Harry wasn't really paying attention to Ron because he was looking at the Marauder's map trying to figure out where Malfoy was. Yes. I already have a question. What would have happened if Harry would have been like, yeah, and eaten one? Would they have like fought to the death over Romilda? That's interesting. I mean, she is pretty vain, so that would be like her number one like <laughs> desire. You're so vain. You probably think this song is about Ramilda. <laughs> She's so vain. Uh, that That's an interesting thought. I bet you, yeah, they probably would have fought. Ron gets violent. It, so Yes. Yeah. He does. I he will does. say I love this scene in the movies. Yeah, it's they so did a really good. good Rupert... Job. Chef's kiss. Okay, you're in love with her. (laughs) (laughs) You even met her. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I got to give a shout out to Dan, too. He did a good job. Did a good job. But, you know, Rupert's (laughs) my dude. I had a whole wall plastered with his face. Um, Shrine. It was a shrine. It was definitely a shrine. (laughs) (laughs) So Ron then offered him a, a chocolate cauldron, to which Harry declined, frustrated that Malfoy wasn't on the map again. Now, if you have been to the wonderful, beautiful Wizarding World of Harry Potter, you can get a chocolate cauldron. And it is huge. It's like, it's like literally a cauldron made out of chocolate with like green, white chocolate on top that looks like it's bubbling. Now, I'm not sure if it's like hollow inside. I've actually never gotten this before, but... According to the like according to the books, they're supposed to have like fire whiskey in them. I, I didn't know that. Would that. Be, like that might mask the taste of a possible potion hidden in it. I guess. So I totally forgot as well before listening to this that Ron is of age now. I totally yeah, forgot that. I know. Because I had not read this book in years. Sam. Yeah. I know, it's been Sam. a long time. He's a man now. <laughs> Now that we're He's men. a man. <laughs> Drinking fire whiskey. Uh, so yeah, they're boxed chocolates that were filled with fire whiskey and were presumably shaped like cauldrons. They could be they could be given as gifts. <laughs> okay, any chocolate can be given as a gift. Thank you, Wikia. Um, and they could be bought at Honey Dukes. <laughs> they're also made of chocolate. Thank you, Wiki. They're also made of chocolate. Um so that's kind of funny because like for a long time I was envisioning reading it I envisioned something different than what they did in the movie because like in the movie it's literally a box of a box like a box of chocolates like we would buy like, a like box. Yeah. yeah like 
I mean, I keep wanting to say Mally's, but literally nobody, unless you're from Northeast Ohio, is going to know what I'm talking about. But, like, what's that brand? What about, like, Russell Stover? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So, like, a Russell Stover, like, box of chocolates. Oh, yeah, Dove. (laughs) But the thing is, is, like, the, the chocolate cauldrons at the Wizarding World, like, in Orlando and Hollywood, they're, like, huge. So, to me, I was like, oh, chocolate cauldrons are, like, they're, like, as big as my face. And it just, like, didn't ever compute to me. Maybe it's just a giant box of chocolates. No, but, like, literally, it is supposed to just be a box of chocolates, but I just never envisioned, for whatever reason, it that way. And it makes sense now, too, because after listening to it, like, Jim Dale, when he said, he's like, whoa, whoa, Harry. So he's got one in his mouth, and he literally can't talk. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Ron can put a lot of food in his mouth. And he's he's having trouble speaking with one in his mouth. Yeah, like, I don't know... I just don't know what I was thinking. But anyway, in the book, Ron eats about half a box of these. But in the film, he eats the whole box. And then the Wizarding World sells chocolate cauldrons. They're hollow milk chocolate cauldrons with a green marshmallow foam. Foam? I guess. I kind of want to try these. I keep getting these confused. Now, thank you, Tiffany, for putting this in so I can see a visual. Because I keep getting confused with another treat at the the Wizarding World. Slow down, Katie. Um, cauldron cake yes the cauldron cake i do the same thing really good i've had that i do the same thing but i've never had a chocolate cauldron (sighs) yes okay so i'm done (laughs) sorry i I was looking up chocolate cauldrons (laughs) no you're good i was like wait i was about to start and i was like wait it's blue i'm blue dabadi dabadai yes so Ron tells Harry that Malfoy couldn't have disappeared off the map as he ate a second cauldron because it's Ron. Slow he down, then hopped Ron. Out. <laughs> he hopped out of bed to get dressed for another apparition lesson, but of course, had to get breakfast first. He had the chocolates again and helped himself to a third one. There we go. Harry closes the map, you know gets dressed, contemplating where Malfoy could have gone because he's obsessed with Malfoy once again. And there had to be an explanation to why he wasn't on the map. There is. Everyone knows it except for Harry. (laughs) And he finally concludes that the best way that the best way that he was going to find out what Malfoy was up to would be to tail him. But it might be a terrible idea, even with the cloak. He has lessons, Quidditch, homework, apparition, too much going on, which... Has Harry ever actually been like, oh, but I have school before <laughs> I now. have homework. No kidding. I've never thought about that before. Especially when it comes to Malfoy. Like, I could see him being like, nah, homework. This is more important. Maybe not Harry with Quidditch. Harry has a one-track mind. So the fact that he's like, but I have homework. That just mm-hmm. threw me off. That did not feel like Harry. Especially we're in sixth year. He's got other things on his mind. A lot of other things. Like Jenny. <laughs> like Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> Uh, Harry then asked Ron if he's ready to go and he was halfway across the dorm when he realized Ron was not moving standing there in a stupor against his bedpost staring out a window with an unfocused look the the look of young love (laughs) Harry hollers at Ron yet again and asks him breakfast and Ron as a huge shocker to everyone says I'm not hungry (laughs) <laughs> Which should be a massive red flag because when is Ron not hungry? I'm picturing the genie from Aladdin. Mayday! Mayday! Right. <laughs> I was just going to say I love how Tiffany writes in all caps. Warning! 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 <laughs> Wee-woo! 
<laughs> just standing there menacingly. <laughs> How many more references? Hey, there's there's the there it minion. is the Beedo. <laughs> oh goodness, I was not expecting. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> me either. Uh, oh, and I lost my spot. Ah, Harry is obviously confused by this because Ron is always hungry, and he was like, "Okay, but you literally just mentioned breakfast." And Ron says, okay, whatever, but I'll go, but I'm not eating because I'm in love. <laughs> Harry, for once, picks up on this little subtle hint that something is wrong. And by subtle, I mean smacks him in the face, quite literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> because this is not like Ron. He just ate three massive chocolates and now is all of a sudden not hungry. I think sausage and eggs is the favorite, the favorite of Ron's. So oh, for sure. Then we have uh, Tiffany says a comical scene when <laughs> when it gets down to it. Oh, I said never mind. It says when you get down to it is not comical at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's and that's an that, accurate description. Yeah, that is true. The way it is written is very very good, and we have to remember that these love potions have matured over time. Um, according to the lexicon, Harry takes the box but does not eat any of the chocolates, having been warned by Hermione that girls were trying to trick him into taking Slughorn's Christmas... Trick him into taking them into Slughorn's Christmas party. I cannot read. I feel like Sarah. I, I was going to say, you are Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> I can think. I can't read. Um, Ron, however, discovers this box now in March and eats several. So we are two and a half months of these things sitting there, just strengthening. Yeah. Yeah, And I, for one, want to know if Harry knew that there was a high chance that these were going to be spiked, why the heck did he not get rid of them? Yeah, I don't know. I would have flushed them down the toilet. My literal I, only explanation is if he does something like me where I'm like, I'm going to set this here. And then and I'll then walk forget. by it and I go, I have to throw that away. And then I'll walk by it and go, <laughs> I have to throw that and away. And then a month goes by and I'm like, I really need to throw this box away. Yeah. Why do I do that? That's my only explanation. I, but like, I do that all the time. I also don't have like spiked candies. So, but I, when it's a serious thing, thing like this, I feel like no matter what, he would be like, "Oh wait, chocolates from Ramilda Vane, who right. has been rumored to being like trying to poison me. Maybe That's I should it. get rid of these." Yeah, yeah, for sure. Kara says maybe Harry has ADHD, which I feel he might. <gasps> it's me. For real. And then Aubrey also says Harry keeps old socks at the bottom of his trunk for six years. He would totally forget to throw out spiked chocolate. <laughs> Y'all, I cannot tell you how stressful that was to read that. My heart is going a million miles an hour. <laughs> you did so good. <laughs> you sounded totally chill. You can take a break now. Now you can just interject whenever you want. Yes. It's all good. Harry's too busy thinking about Draco to be thinking about girls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dreary. Oh, dreary. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So, again, these are not my notes. So, that happened. The whole... Giving of the chocolates. Yes, giving of the chocolates. The original giving of the chocolates happened on December 19th of 96. We're now at the end of February or early March. It is early March. It's March 1st. Um, So, from the book, Ron says, You wouldn't understand. Fair enough, said Harry, all bite puzzled, as he op- turned to open the door. Harry, said Ron suddenly. What? Harry, I can't stand it. <laughs> you can't stand what? asked Harry, now starting to feel d- definitely alarmed. 
Ron was rather pale and looked as though he was about to be sick. Maybe because he ate three giant chocolate cakes. I can't stop thinking about her, said Ron hoarsely. Harry gaped at him. He had not expected this and was not sure he wanted to hear it. Friends they might be, but if Ron started calling Lavender Lav-Lav, he would have to put his foot down. <laughs> Which I didn't remember that that was in the book, and like I just kind of assumed it was like a fandom thing that we all said Lav-Lav, but no, there it is. <laughs> in canon. Lav-Lav, <laughs> Lav-Lav. So Harry's super confused. He's like, why would any of this stop you from having breakfast? And Ron says, I don't think she knows I exist. She definitely knows you exist, said Harry, <laughs> bewildered. She keeps snogging you, doesn't she? Ron blinked. Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about, said Harry, with an increasing sense that all reason had dropped out of the conversation. And Tiffany says, this was so well done in the movie. Truly. And I, we've just talked about this. I agree. It, it's a little, little tiny bit different, I guess. But like Slightly, overall, but... really well yeah. took some artistic licenses yeah, yeah. there was no punch thrown <laughs> although he did throw the box I'm of chocolates at him <laughs> okay all right you're in love with it <laughs> oh it's so good and i also really like rupert's face when he just like looks up at the moon <laughs> he says something there and i'm blanking on what did it... i need to watch this movie i'll look it up okay so ron very softly just says Ramilda Vane. And his whole face seems to illuminate as he says it, as though hit by a ray of purest sunlight. Yes, Jess, clutch. She says, beautiful, isn't it? The, the moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Rupert says. So freaking good. Oh, man. Okay. So Harry and Ron stare at each other for almost a whole minute before Harry's like, this is a joke, right? You're joking. And Ron says in a strangled voice, I think, Harry, I think I love her. <laughs> and Harry's like, okay, say that again with a straight face. Ron has glazed eyes and is pale. I love her, repeated Ron <laughs> breathlessly. Have you seen her hair? It's all black and shiny and silky. And her eyes, her big, dark eyes. <laughs> And her. Ron's so bad at this. <laughs> Even when poisoned, he's so bad at this. Can you imagine? Her like, has got nice skin. Right? <laughs> like, this had to be so bizarre for Harry. Ron doesn't talk like this, you True. know? Like, he had to just be thrown. <laughs> Hermione's got nice skin. <laughs> oh, and Harry very impatiently says, This is really funny and everything, but joke's over, all right? Drop it. And Harry turns to leave, takes two steps, and Ron throws a punch at him. <laughs> he felt a crashing blow hit him on the right ear. He staggered and looked around in time to see Ron about to strike again, his face contorted in rage. So Harry just, like, reacts on instinct here, grabs his wand, and uses the incantation Levicorpus. It came to mind without conscious thought. And I think that this is Harry's first nonverbal spell. And it's Snape's spell to boot. Hmm. It just goes to show if you put your mind to something. And his mind has been all about that book and Malfoy this year. Very true. Very true. Snape, like, coming in with Expelliarmus. Coming in with Levy Corpus. You know? A lot of yeses. Um... So Ron went up into the air, hanging by his ankle, dangling 
helplessly. And Harry bellows, what was that for? And Ron is shouting. And he is slowly turning purple in the face. This is how upset he is. He goes, you insulted her, Harry. You said it was a joke. And Harry is just like, this is insane. What's got into? And then he sees the box lying open on Ron's bed. The truth hits him, quote, the truth hit him with the force of a stampeding troll, which is a great quote. Or fist. Yes, I love that. Um, So clarifying, I'm not saying this is the first time he's done Levit Corpus. I'm saying this is the first time that he's done a nonverbal spell, I think. Or is Levit Corpus just a nonverbal? I think it's nonverbal because in the in the book it says nonverbal. Like oh, Snape does it? had written it. I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, okay, got so it. yeah, we were incorrect. This is he, his second time doing it then. Yes, but the first time was also on Ron in the common room. Or Ron. In the dorm room. <laughs> or Ron. Okay. That's my bad. Um Ron thought it was a birthday present that had fallen on the floor, but no. Harry had tossed them out of his trunk when he was looking for the Marauder's map. Let me just throw this poison chocolate around. It's fine. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> right. Well, we're about to find out. Your friend could die. <laughs> uh, that got dark. Sorry. Um, they're, <laughs> they're the chocolate cauldrons Romilda gave me before Christmas, and they're all spiked with love potion. But all Ron heard was, Ramilda. Ramilda, he repeated. Did you say Ramilda? Harry, do you know her? Can you introduce me? I just want to say, like, he was just so mad. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden he's like, oh my god, can you introduce me? Ramilda? Ramilda? Did you say Ramilda? It's cute. But also not. Um, Harry stares at him and Ron looks tremendously hopeful now. Like, major mood swings. So part of Harry mostly his throbbing ear, thought about letting Ron run amok until the effects of the potion wore off. But, but, in all caps, they were supposed to be friends. And Ron clearly wasn't himself. And Harry thought he would actually deserve a punch if he let Ron declare his undying love for Romilda Vane. But, like, how funny. I mean, imagine Romilda's reaction. Hilarious. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> Later Afterwards, on. Killed but, like... Right. Romilda's probably thinking, like, I gave those to Harry. But then also she'd probably be like, he kept them. Right. <laughs> right. Freaking Romilda. Seems like the type. Um, so sometimes Harry is really quick as a whip and he says he will introduce them and that she'll be in Slughorn's office. And this is really quick thinking. Like, that is really, really quick thinking to immediately get Ron to just, like, comply to this idea. Um, Because he can clearly tell from his mood swings and, I mean, all he had to do was say the name Romilda and he was just, like, all about it. So he's like, okay, well, I'm just going to tell him that we got to go to Slughorn's office because that's where she is. Um, When Ron asks why Harry fibs and says, wait, what? When Ron asks why, oh, when Ron asks why she's in Slughorn's office, Harry fibs and says that she has extra potions lessons with him right now. Um, so he lets Ron come crashing down from the Levacorpus, kind of as a like, you know, dude, you really hurt my ear quite, quite a lot. So I'm going to let you fall on your head. But Ron bounds right to his feet and is grinning because he's so excited to meet Ramilda. The love of his life. 
Lavender was next to the portrait hole as they exit, though, and goes, You're late, Juan Juan, she pouted. I've got you a birthday. And Ron just impatiently goes, Leave me alone. Harry's going to introduce me to Romilda Fane. <laughs> I feel so bad for Lavender. Right? Like, I she don't like her, but. To do with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't always feel bad for Lav Lav, but that's like, rough. Imagine, like, being a, a teenager, you're. So she sucking hears... face with this guy for months and then all of a sudden he's like get out of my way i'm going to see another girl <laughs> right like... she hears this and then after this is the whole the whole like bedside incident with hermione she's just gonna have a rough go of it yeah poor lavender so without another word he pushes his way out of the common room harry tries to give her an apologetic look but it might have looked more amused because she looked more offended as at the portrait as the portrait swung shut behind them Live, live. I just picture Harry doing the the white person smirk as you walk past somebody. The hmm, where you're. Hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think of that every time I pass somebody. Uh, all right, so Harry is a little worried. Like, what if we get to Slughorn's office? He's not there. He's at breakfast. What am I going to do with a lovesick Ron? Um, but luckily. <laughs> Yes, Jess. Luckily, Slughorn is there. He answers at the first knock, which is kind of strange because he's described as being very sleepy. Um, He's wearing a green velvet dressing gown and matching nightcap, and he looks bleary-eyed. Yes. Do you think that he's, like, I know he's at Hogwarts, but, like, do you think that he still is a little on edge? Yes. I mean, sure. Maybe that's why. Yeah. I mean, is Hogwarts safe? pretty clear that's not <laughs> mass murder serious black broken so why not mm. you know true, true. I mean, and moldy wart he also broke in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i wonder if that's why he like answers right away you know does he sleep right outside the door maybe or right inside the door oh uh, i wonder if he has uh some sort of like magic trigger in the hallway ah uh, yeah Almost like he a tripwire, but magic. He yeah, would. exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool thought. He would for sure. Well, also like just thinking in the sense of him being a pretty typical self-preserving Slytherin, that would be a big yes. I bet. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, I don't know. I agree. Uh, He does mumble something that it is very early to come calling right now. He generally sleeps late on a Saturday. 
Um, Harry's trying to be quiet as he's talking to him because he doesn't really want Ron to hear his actual plan. And he's like, look, Ron swallowed a love potion by mistake. Could you make an antidote? And the whole time, Ron's like on his tiptoes trying to see past Slughorn into his room to try and catch a glimpse of fake Romilda. Um, fake Romilda. <laughs> Slughorn says, I'd have thought you'd have whipped him up a remedy, Harry, an expert potioner like you. Which they did say that in the... Um, and the movie cute too. This whole scene also was done very well. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. Yeah. Uh, Harry's super distracted because Ron is literally trying to force his way into Slughorn's room. And he's like, oh, you know, I've never mixed an antidote for a love potion before. And by the time I got it right, who knows what Ron would have done. Um, and Ron interrupts him and says, I can't see her, Harry. Is he hiding her? And Slughorn's like, well, is the potion within date? Because they can strengthen the longer that they're kept. And Harry's like, oh yeah, that explains a lot. As we've talked about, these cauldron... Cauldron? No, they're not cauldron cakes. Chocolate cauldrons. Chocolate cauldrons. See, every time. We're from Christmas. Again, it's March now. They've had plenty of time to get stronger. Brandon, I'm sorry. You have your hand up. You're good. It's the first time I've raised my hand this entire time. So <laughs> I've just interrupted you. I... I, like slughorn this just shows you how obsessed he is with like collecting special students because instead of being like this student is poisoned and this other 16 year old is standing next to him instead of being like oh my gosh we need to help you he's like i thought you would have done it right right this is a literal child yeah. watching his friend basically be poisoned yeah still schmoozing even when he's half awake and someone needs his help yeah um, so now Harry is quite literally panting because he's like wrestling Ron to keep him from knocking Slughorn over. This dude is like my puppy trying to get at the cat food for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys. He's insane. Yeah, he I really thought is. Iggy was fast. Iggy's a turtle compared to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, Iggy, you don't have a chance. And I thought Teddy never had a chance, but, like, now you don't even have a chance. It's like lightning. Harry. (laughs) Yes, that's perfect for him. (laughs) Uh, Harry finally wins good old Sluggy over when he mentioned, it's Ron's birthday. Can you help him out? That shouldn't be a reason to help someone out. You should just help them, but whatever. So Slughorn's finally like, all right come in and Ron bursts through the door into uh, his room is described as overheated which also makes me think of Trelawney's and like I just don't I don't like that feeling of like a stuffy hot room Ugh. yes why do you think he's like so reluctant somebody in the chat asked that and I'm oh Kim asked that and I'm curious as well he might be scared to make a mistake because that would hurt his reputation. Does he not want to be with Harry alone? But, like, clearly Harry's not here for that right now. Yeah. Unless it's a trick. My God, That's the way I always read it, was he was just scared to screw it up. Like, hmm. like maybe he's not as adept at making potions. He's better at teaching them. Or yeah, remedies yeah, okay. to potions. And he doesn't want to do it because if he makes the wrong one or doesn't make it well, Harry could potentially see him as a fraud or whatever do you think that he made those potions the first day though because like those are pretty advanced 
Like, did he make Felix? I don't know. Or you just, I mean, I know that, that we don't know the answer to that, but like, I'm just curious. I could, I could see him finding them. Like, honestly, True. like Snape had them in the past and he found them and was like, hey, look at these really cool potions. Everyone on the first day, look how cool I am. Right. Trying kinda, to like Lockhart kind of thing, except True. he actually has some skill in the field. Right. Right. Yeah, I could see that. That's interesting. I like that take. And I would like to bring up what Kara said earlier before I forget. Love potions should be illegal. Yeah. Yes, they should. And it really bothers me. I mean, we don't know. We don't hear anything about Romilda. But I want to know what kind of punishment she faced for this. Because you literally drugged another student. Yeah. I'm. Well, the, what's interesting, though, is that, like, yes, we view it that way. And, like, that is accurate. But, like, they are legal in the Wizarding World. So, like, is there any repercussions? Like, it's just that it is really mind-blowing. I mean, reading these as a kid, you don't think, you don't necessarily think of it as, like, anything. But I I don't think she did get in trouble. Like, they are banned at Hogwarts, love potions. Are they? Yes. Is that, Mm. is, are they, are they banned because they're love potions? Or are they banned because they're Weasley Wizard Wheezes? Probably that one. I'm the former, it's the latter. Oh wait, I always say that one wrong. <laughs> so you, you're thinking it's because it's Weasley Wizard Weasley. Yes, I always say Katie, that. I love wrong. you. You said it incorrectly, but I totally heard the correct, <laughs> like the one you intended. So it worked. <laughs> Thank you. But you undermeant what I stood. It's undermeant just... what you stood exactly. <laughs> Again, Kara, with like, like, yeah, like, where is consent in the Wizarding world? It's yeah. I, I don't know if we. It sucks. It's frustrating that this is like an example of consent that is in like a widely loved, renowned book. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and and again, I I get I get that these are becoming old, but like, still, consent is consent, and that's not anything that's changed since. Let's let's just hope it got better. Yeah, hopefully because. This was, oh God, this was almost 30 years ago. (laughs) That kind of hurt to say. (laughs) Ouch. Meg, your eyes got really big when I said that. Don't say that. (laughs) You don't say that. Yeah, hopefully it got better, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how much we have dove into that. And other mentions of the love potion, but we did do a Felix Files deep diving into them, and they're not okay. They're not okay. Yeah this this whole scenario not okay. Nope. All right. So Ron, as Jess said in the chat, Kool Aid Man Ron bursts through the door <laughs> into Slughorn's overheated crowded study, trips over a tasseled footstool, regains his balance by seizing Harry around the neck, and muttered, "She didn't see that, did she?" <laughs> and Harry's like, nah, she's not here yet. And he's watching uh, Slughorn mix up the antidote already. And Ron's like, that's good. How do I look? Very handsome, said Slughorn smoothly, handing Ron a glass of clear liquid. Now drink drink that up. It's a tonic for the nerves. Keeps you calm when she arrives, you know. Brilliant, said Ron eagerly. And he gulped the antidote down noisily. Oh, I can just hear that. Harry and Slughorn watched him. For a moment, Ron beamed at them. Then very slowly, his grin sagged and vanished to be replaced by an expression of utmost horror. 
I also just want to say that, like, this situation is dangerous to have that high high and then have it come crashing down with no um, mental health help here for him. Yeah. Like, literally, Slughorn's just like, oh, let me give you some mead. That'll help. Where's the school counselor? Here's a pick-me-up. Like, right. that's, yeah, that's also not the answer. You know? I, it just sucks. <laughs> he is technically of age, but I do agree it sucks. No, for sure, but it's like, is that really the best thing for him? Absolutely you know? not. Yeah. Yeah. And the I fact realize- that the reaction is so like high high to low low like that should be a massive warning on those bottles i'm not obviously that the person who's gonna ingest it is probably the one reading the label because it's a drug but like still i don't know i'm disappointed that fred and george sell these i guess me too very and i did not mean uh, to cut you off Sorry. Like Magic by Steph said, chocolate would have been better. Where's Lupin when we need him? Right. Your boy. Right. right. Shout out to Rem. Just saying. Just saying. He knows his stuff. Rem. Oh, oh Rem. Rem. <laughs> I love you, my Rem. <laughs> now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Uh, where was I? All right, Ron, super sad, super depressed now. Harry grins and like he's like, oh, so you're back to normal. Slowcorn chuckles. Again, on the surface, he he, funny love potions. No, it's not. Uh, Ron collapses into a chair and just looks absolutely devastated. And Slughorn's like, oh, you need to pick me up. I have butterbeer, I have wine, I have one last bottle of oak matured mead. That I meant to give the Dumbledore for Christmas. Quote, ah, well, he can't miss what he's never had. So he opens it up to celebrate Ron's birthday and to chase away the pangs of disappointed love. Um, And him and Harry laugh again. And Harry's thinking, like, this is the first time since I messed things up really bad that I've been alone with Slughorn. Maybe if I keep him in a good mood. Maybe if we get through enough of that mead. Um... And Slughorn toasts Ron and says, well, a very happy birthday, Ralph. (laughs) And Harry's like, Ron, it's Ron. Doesn't he say Rupert in the movie? Does he? Oh, I think he does. Oh, I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Look it up. Look it up. Oh, man, I might have to watch that scene now. I don't know. I want to watch this movie. Um, Ron isn't even listening to the toast. 
not with bread, with alcohol. And he just tosses the mead back, swallows it down. There's one second, Harry's describing it as hardly more than a heartbeat, that he knows something is terribly wrong and Slughorn just seems oblivious to it. Um, Ron drops his glass. He kind of like half gets up from his chair and then he just crumples. His extremities were jerking uncontrollably. There's foam dribbling from his mouth um, and his eyes are bulging from their sockets. And Harry's like, Professor, like do something. And Slughorn's just totally paralyzed. He's just shocked. He doesn't know what to make of this. Some people this just is aren't terrifying. Yeah, some people just don't like. React even well. though he's an, the adult in this situation, you might be one of those people that freeze up. Hi, it's me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Ron's twitching. He's choking. His skin is turning blue. And again, Slughorn just doesn't know what to do. Harry has this stroke of brilliance. Literally leaps over the table, goes for the potion kit that's open. Um, I really hated this line, but it really sets the scene. While the terrible sound of Ron's gargling breath filled the room. We were just having a funny ha-ha-ha scene. Boom. Like, not... This is terrifying. Uh, so Harry grabs the bezoar that he actually used... Or handed over to Slughorn in that class. Hurdles back over to Ron's side. Pulls open his jaw. Shoves it in his mouth. And then this is how the chapter ends. Ron gave a great shudder, a rattling gasp, and his body became limp and still. So you don't even know if he's alive. You know what I mean? Like, you got to keep going. Obviously, he's fine. He lived. He runs a joke shop now. But, like, scary. <laughs> hey, so the author doesn't usually do, like, great cliffhangers. I'm thinking kind of like Sarah J. Mass does. This mm -hmm. was a darn good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, even reading it again, like, I know what happens. And I'm just like, oh, that's how it ends. <laughs> yeah. And I know we all think Harry should have been a teacher and not an Auror. But his quick reactions here kind of show you that he's cut out to be an Auror. Like, this is a situation. Professor, do something. He's not doing anything. Okay, it's my turn. Let's go. Yep. Let's get it done. Yep. Yeah. It's up to me, I guess, you know. At least have to try. Yeah, like Carolyn said, Harry does think excellently under pressure. Under he pressure. does. Mm -mm -mm. Oh my god, Jess, saving it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels weird to be on the other side of the memes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'll throw another one in just because. I mean, I'd be disappointed if you didn't. This might be my last one. <laughs> Looks just like me. Right? You are grounded, Jess. He has that power today. I am teeth. <laughs> Can we call you beef? <laughs> Is that the episode beef. title? Yep, beef. beef. I'm beef. putting it right now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, That's exactly boy. what I thought of. I smell like I smell beef. Like beef. <laughs> Oh, man. Are we ready for Lightning Bolt? Oh, are we? I don't know. Okay. Katie K asks, do you think Levicorpus is easier to do non-verbally since it can only be done that way? That's a really good question. I'll go ahead and say sure. I think it literally can only be done. 
Or did it, he do it, it verbally can last only, time? It can only be done non-verbally. Um, she's asking, do we think it's easier to do non-verbally since it is the only way it can be done that way? Like, like you know how like it could be difficult to do like Akio non-verbally, but like is Levicorp is like an easier one to do because it's always non-verbal? You know what I mean? Oh, okay. We're not talking about this specific spell. We're talking about non-verbals in general. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's because it's an exclusive. You can't get that like knowledge of I can do it verbally. So it's going to mm, be harder to do it non-verbally. Yeah. You just don't know how it's supposed to work. That's okay. kind of what I was okay. thinking. I was like, I kind of think maybe it would be a little harder. Well, here goes Harry. He just looks at it and is like, hmm, I'll think about it. Whoop, there goes Ron. Poor Ron. Whoop, there it is. Poor Ralph. Hey, we, there Ron is. We had a bingo. Oh, we did? We did. Yeah. Spossy Jen for Gryffindor. How crazy that we actually got a bingo on a day where, like, let's see. It's a weird episode. You know what I want to read out? Malfoy. I want to start doing this. I want to start reading the ones that cre- that made them get bingo. So we had Malfoy, Slughorn, Free Space, Star Wars, and episode title. <laughs> I love that. Ah. <laughs> uh, Good times. So many other people were close. That's awesome. Oh, two Hufflepuffs were close. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. Um, all right. Katie K also asks, what did Lav Lav get Juan Juan for his birthday? A snog snog. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a sucking face session. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but in all seriousness, probably something super like garish. Yeah, probably like a locket, or like like a really like. I'm thinking his uh, mm-hmm. his dress robes, something like that. Oh my god! Something like lacy and like out there, something she would like, but he is absolutely against. Yeah, like, like my great aunt Tessie. <laughs> <laughs> like something totally in line with the whole my sweetheart necklace. Maybe a matching yes. bracelet that just says, Oh my God, a s- bracelet. I like the uh, her scrunchie. <laughs> Get him a scrunchie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Puppy shirt. Um, okay. Kim asks... How do you think Lav Lav came up with Juan Juan as a nickname? Is it just his last name initial tacked onto his first name? Or is there more to it? I think it's just supposed to be like baby talk. Yeah, that's kind of how I took it. But I've never yeah. thought about how it kind of matched up with his last name like that. I was thinking uwu or baby talk. Yeah. yeah. Juan Juan. Wee wee. Like whenever I go to Fillmore and I go, Phil, Phil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Marguerite. If Ron had gone to Madame Pomfrey, do you think she would have whipped up a tonic or something? Yeah, I do. I think she would have been able to do it. I kind of always wondered why he didn't just go to Madame Pomfrey. He says that in the he says to Slughorn, um he's like, you know, I could take a I could have taken him to Madame Pomfrey, but this is a Weasler was Weasley was a Weasley's product. It's banned and awkward questions. And he kind of trails it off. But like, how much banned stuff does she do? I know she dealt I with know. Hermione turning into half of a cat. Right. Oh, like and, why would you be concerned over that? And Ron's quote: 
dog bite that was green and poison. Right? Yeah. Come on. You're correct. It's just weird. Like, she would have been able to help him, and it would have been fine. She doesn't... She's the coolest nurse because she doesn't ask questions. She just cures the kid. Right. You know? Nikki asks, do you think Ron discontinued this line at Weasley Wizard Weezes when he started working there? I hope so. For my own sanity of my headcanon, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say they were banned shortly after everything took place in these books because, I mean, Hermione goes through the ranks really, really fast. True. She's got to put some sort of legislation through to show that these are dangerous because her husband was a victim of one. Because even like before she becomes minister, she works in like magical law at Mm -hmm. the at the ministry for a while anyway. How is there a room dedicated to this potion? But yeah, let's sell it at a joke shop. Yeah, exactly. It's bizarre that it's allowed. Yeah, I just I don't like it. Um. Okay, Magic by Stuff asks, "How do you think Tom Riddle Senior felt after Maropi stopped giving him love potion? Probably like confused and sad. Confused, sad, ticked off. He probably had like a major down, just like I, Ron I'm, did. I'm just picturing it gives you this like almost grimy feeling, like yeah. you need a shower. Yeah, yeah." And especially, especially being under it that long. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. He he had it, he had it worse than Ron because it. I mean, yes, Ron's was strong, but Tom Riddle Senior, it was that was like a long time. Yeah, Carolyn says like a deflated balloon of a human. Yeah, Aubrey like a plastic says, bag floating through the wind. <laughs> Aubrey says super violated. Yeah, betrayal and just uh, yeah. I violated. think violated is probably like the best word. Marguerite brings up uh, like detoxing. Yes, especially if, yeah. if he was under it for that long, he probably would have to detox a little bit. Yeah, no kidding. That's crazy. Um, we have two more. Marguerite, why is it okay to give a child something like mead? Wouldn't crashing that hard cause more harm by giving alcohol? So I do think partially. I wonder if he felt okay doing this because Ron was of age at this point. And Harry's um, Harry. Yeah, and he's like, Harry, my boy! Drink some mead with me. Um, but also, like, butterbeer has alcohol in it. Like, I know, I realize mead has more, but um, the the age, the age, like, restrictions and stuff are different in different countries as well. I do think it's 18 over there. Um, but like since Wizarding World is of age, I would assume it's probably seventeen in the Wizarding World. But then there's the gray line there because, again, like I said, butterbeer has alcohol, so like, you know, it's probably like a certain like if it's under this amount of ABV, it's right. legal for a sixteen-year-old. If it's above this ABV, it's eighteen, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, Ron turns of age goes to an Applebee's. I'll take a margarita. They're like, no. Uh, the good old crapple. Yep. Oh, Applebee's. Crapplebee's. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I do think that it probably does more harm, like the crashing. That's probably not a great solution. <laughs> I agree with the whole chocolate probably would have been a really good idea. Uh, yeah. I mean, but Remus is a genius, so. Yeah, there's Duh. Uh, last one is from Kim. If there wasn't a Beazor in the room, what would Harry have done? <laughs> Freaking panicked. <laughs> I mean, probably watched his friend not be alive. Right. Yeah. Honestly. Because I really don't know if Slughorn would have, like, jumped up and figured it out in time. This seems, because it, I mean, it seems to be happening incredibly quickly. It's like he's already turning blue Yeah. by the time Harry gets the Beezor in his mouth. And I wonder if poisons, like if this poison acts the same as those love potions and gets stronger over time. Right. So it, it has also been sitting in the alcohol for at least three months. True. So, I mean, it was, yeah. Totally... <laughs> Ron probably wasn't waking up if there was not a Beezor, as, as bad as that is to say. I totally thought of that and forgot to bring it up. So thank you for bringing mm. it up. Oh, the it getting stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You know? That's, yeah. That's all of them. Let's see. Did we, did uh, Gryffindor get awarded the 50 from the bingo? Oh, hold on. Let's see. Oh, gosh, how do I do that? I believe so. Cool. Um, I wasn't paying close enough attention. I think that Jess did it. Thanks, Jess. Well, either way, Gryffindor won. Sheesh. <laughs> what is this? Two welcome, recordings teeth. in a row? You're welcome. You're from welcome. Beef. From beef to teeth. <laughs> <laughs> There's your episode There's title. There's the episode title. <laughs> from teeth to beef. From teeth to beef. To beef. Done. Done. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm going to go back titles in like five years and be like what the heck i do we that already, already. Do that. like the one where it's like defarts float yeah I'm like what why did we, did we name an episode this <laughs> what were we thinking and then the one was like did wormtail ever poop in ron's hand what is that an episode title <laughs> but then i'm thinking i'm like oh it's because he was a rat right but like what made us be like yes that's like, the title yeah that's it that's it <laughs> no i just have this horrible picture of peter pettigrew like literally sitting in ron's hand oh my god what is wrong with us guys Too why much. do you listen to us <laughs> can you answer me this question Riddle me this. Why? <laughs> but I appreciate it so much. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Congratulations, Gryffindor, on Bingo and the House Cup. Whew. Lots of roaring going on in here. Two recordings in a row. Mm-hmm. With just three, get, uh, as far as right now, there are one, two, three, oh, four Gryffindors in chat. So Nice. I'm telling T for right now. <laughs> Jess, we know you're sweating. We appreciate your work. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jess. You're nailing it. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Mia for usually doing the points. You guys, you guys rule. Honestly, shout out to the prefix for just like making it work. Hey, that's me. for us. Uh-huh. It is. We love you guys. We, we literally, just, I don't know what I would do without you. Might as well just call you perfect because that's what you are. Yes. I'm gonna put the gift in the chat. 
Are you ready for a fan story, Kate? I am ready. Yes, that's one of my favorite all-time <laughs> Alexis moments. Oh my well, Alexis is just amazing. <laughs> she is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, fan story. This is from Charlotte from February of 2020. Before. Literally right before <laughs> the world changed. <laughs> Let's the take before it back. times. Mm-hmm. BC, literally. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, man. I'm sorry, Charlotte. All right. I've finally caught up with the podcast after over two years of listening, so I thought now would be a good time to share my Potter story and perhaps my Swish and Flick story as well. Ooh, I like that separation there. I love that. Love that journey. Love that journey for you, Charlotte. (laughs) I was born on the 28th of June, 1997. Oh my gosh, I'm old. Let me just, let me just take a breath for a second. Okay. Literally two days. Oh my God. What? Brandon's the oldest one here. And that just makes me happy. (laughs) Meg. Okay, listen, yes. I work at Starbucks and I'm surrounded by children. So anytime that I, there's somebody who's older than me. Yes, I, I need... was almost eight when uh, Charlotte was born. Yes. I was seven. I was almost seven. Yeah. Sweet. Like, Brandon's so much older than us. Katie, you Not were six. All. Just say, I was six. I was six. There you go. I was six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I was born on Sorry the 28th. Sorry to interrupt your story. Uh, of again. June. Go ahead. 1997. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Literally two days after the Philosopher's Stone book was released in the UK, which means I have never known a world without Oh my Potter. God. Oh my God. That's <gasps> freaking adorable. I got chills. My mom read the books to me as a kid, and I soon became obsessed. I read constantly as a child. The most common phrase you would hear in my house would be, put that book down. Put that light out. And more often than not... So help me. So help me. So help me. And more often than not, it would be Harry Potter I was reading. I remember proudly bragging to someone in year five that I had read the first book at least 12 times. After I finished primary, I went to a grammar school where I quickly found a group of friends who loved Potter as much, if not more, as I did. We would talk about it all the time and exchange theories, and over the years, we even had a wizard rock band. Oh my gosh. I need to know what the name of the rock band was. A Harry Potter fan page on Facebook and a fan fiction writing group. Let's be best friends. It got to the point (laughs) where we would communicate only in quotes from the films or from AVPM on YouTube. Oh, a very Potter musical. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, should I know what this is? I wasn't ah, sure. I should. So I just pretended and then pointed out that I didn't know and then realized. Love it. When the final book came out, my mom and I went to the midnight release and got two copies, and I started reading on the way home. We both agreed that we couldn't possibly read them straight away because we both needed to be up for work and school the next day, but somehow by the morning, we both already knew what had happened. <laughs> When Pottermore came out, my friends and I all got on the beta and then threw a sorting party complete with pumpkin pasties, cauldron cakes, and house regalia as we had gathered around a computer as each person took the quiz. It was amazing. 
Dude, I remember getting on the beta and I felt so cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was when I was doing my college program at Disney the first time. Getting that acceptance email. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And my name had Niffler in it. I can't remember what mine had in it. Just saying. That's super cool. I went to university and met other people and grew somewhat away from Harry Potter until a couple days after I graduated. I went to the hospital with a high fever and ended up ended up having to have an operation. It was fairly minor, but I was in hospital for a few days on an IV and had not been prepared. All I had was my phone and my charger to keep me entertained, so I looked up Harry Potter podcasts and was instantly hooked on yours. It kept me going through those first few days and for many weeks afterwards. I was adjusting to being back in my hometown going through a major breakup and missing my friends from uni and was really struggling in general. You guys kept me company and kept me going through those few months until I found a job. Now I listen to you on my long commute on the days I feel lonely or need to think about something that brings me so much joy. I really, I'm really grateful for Harry Potter for having brought me a source of constant entertainment and friendship throughout my life. I could tell so many stories of Harry Potter themed holidays and parties and events over the years, but this is getting very long. So I'm forcing myself to stop. no, gush all over the place let me know all this stuff i'm also so grateful to the cast of switch and flick for guiding me home and reminding me that the light can be found in the darkest places if only if one only remembers to turn on the light oh, you ladies are amazing thank you p.s i'm a slytherin woo -woo -woo! my overmorning house is thunderbird yeah what up my wand is larch with a phoenix tail feather 12 and three quarter inches and surprisingly swishy my Patronus is an Asa cat. Thank that's you. That's so cool. Ooh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Charlotte, your story made my day. It made me smile. It made and my day, too. You said some so super sweet things. <sighs> you didn't know we're without Potter. I always love listening to the the Potter stories and the Swish stories that are intertwined in them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Charlotte. Yeah, thank you, Charlotte. You're awesome. Let's tell a joke. Have a joke ready? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. You right. think or you do? I do. Okay. I wow. like jokes. <laughs> How is Voldemort like hand sanitizer? He kills How? almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> kills ninety nine percent, ninety nine point nine percent of all wizards. Right. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Should I look up a beef joke? Yes. I was waiting for it. Yes. All the beef jokes. Where's the beef? What do you... Nothing else I was going to tell a duck joke. I need that too. <laughs> what do you call a cow that has two legs shorter on one side of its body compared to the other? Lean beef. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably know a lot of these. What beef happened jokes? to the lost beef shipment? I don't know. Nobody's heard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, these jokes are a mood. Oh. <laughs> yes. What is the difference between roast beef and pea soup? You can roast beef, but you can't pea soup. Anyone can roast beef. There we go. I was close. <laughs> oh my god. This is a common one. What do you call a cow with the twitch? Beef jerky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Yep. Why can't the bankrupt cowboy complain? Why? He's got no beef. <laughs> we got beef. 
sitting right there. What's a cow's favorite musical note? (laughs) (laughs) B flat. B flat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that cow, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) And it works, too, because I played trumpet just like teeth. And (laughs) it's a B flat instrument. It's a B flat. (laughs) Oh, boy. Flat. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, how does a cow get to the moon? Flies through utter space. Utter space. I've been watching a lot of Rugrats, and they call it outside space. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. I should look at the joke in the chat oh, that we are not going to read. <laughs> no, we're not. But that's a good one. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> on that note, you can follow your hosts on social media. <laughs> Myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok occasionally at the Petrus family. Uh I'll shout out Tiff's Instagram, Tiffswish underscore flick. I'm sure that she's still gonna be uh posting away while we're on baby watch. Brandon, do you wanna plug anything? I honestly don't remember my Twitter handle, but I think it's just my first and last name. <laughs> um, let me check to make sure. I have an Instagram, but plug I literally your, never post. Plug your Twitch channel. Yeah. Dude, I haven't streamed in like four months. But maybe you will. Maybe someone's hey, really behind on the, on the podcast. And when they catch up to this, you're going to be a super famous Twitcher. Yeah. You don't know. Twitcher. Twitcher. Like Bree says that it is, yes. Brandon. That is. Oh, there we go. Yeah, because I just found out that <laughs> Bree and I follow each other. And after the basketball discussion last episode, I was like, is this the Bree from Switch and Flick? <laughs> uh, okay, my Twitch is Makira89. It's M-A-C-H-U-R-A-8-9. Oh, my I don't God, know I've never heard it. you say it before. I don't want to admit Nobody it. I've always said it really in my brain. glad that I've Did never said it, it out loud. Uh, yeah. No, I've never, no, I've never done that. <laughs> Everybody says Makira. Or Macarena. Macarena. Hey, 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 Macarena. Meg, what you up to? I have read four books in the last day and a half. Good lord! You need to explain <laughs> a little further. Just a little bit. Uh, I've I have read all four of the Heartstopper graphic novels. They are incredibly good. I am so grateful I was able to find hard copies of these. I know that a lot of people are struggling finding them. I actually very luckily happened upon two of them at Target. Um, And two of them were when I checked actually in stock on barnesandnoble.com and I just ordered them. Um, So just keep checking. I... On, I, I, I'm just religious with checking Target's book section every time I go in there, and I got lucky. Um, highly recommend the show. It is, it's just one of those feel good shows, and like, it's not the same type of gay show that like Shoots Creek is for me because for me like Shoots Creek is very just. This is a family living their life and it's accepted and like not questioned whereas this is very much like a coming out type story um where like they overcome obstacles it's it's high school but it's still 
in my opinion, such an important show. It's a show that I wish I had in high school. Um, and I'm so glad that kids who are in high school now have this kind of content to take in. Um, whether it's through reading the graphic novels or watching the show, I'm glad that it's on more than one medium for them if they take content in better in different ways. Um, but I really loved the graphic novels. Uh, there are four out. The show is based on the first two. Uh, it has been renewed for two more seasons, though, and there is a fifth graphic novel being released in February of 23. Mm. So anyway, I'm very excited. I like it a lot. And I also I think I'm going to start maybe um, JVN's book tonight and see how far I get with that. I I just have a very long uh, I have a very long gay stack of books to read this month and I really am determined to read them all um, so I feel yes I know that these were graphic novels and not very long but I feel very accomplished that I have already finished four out of my I don't even know how many it's very large but I posted it on our Instagram if anybody is interested in seeing the books that I am hopefully planning on reading this month um, I really yeah. like the term gay stack thank you it's like haystack yeah gay stack is it the same book that JVN wrote a couple of years ago, or did they write another one? No, it's another one. Another one. I, I have How read did I miss over. That? Yeah, same. I know. I read Over the Top, which is the, their first book. This is called. Whoop! I'm gonna look at Love up. Something. I'm so upset with myself. I follow them pretty like. Yeah, I know. Regularly I, on everything. I went to love that story. Love that story. Love yes, that thank story. you, Jess. Of course, it is. <laughs> uh, so we were at Target, and I, I was like, JVN has another book, uh, and literally, I bought it like maybe on May thirtieth or something like that. And I was like, adding it to my June stack. It's got to be read. Sam, Sam Gartley says, "Reading gay stacks and eating gaggles." I love that. Gaggles. I Your need to make them again. So good. They were like seriously. <laughs> they were, they were so really good. good. They were really fun to make. Yeah, Iggy always steals anything they, um, that I make in that kitchen, whether it be bakery or savory. To to your bowels. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. That's a lot they had to of throw food that out dye. there. You know, just saying, it's a lot of dye. Also, that would be Jonathan Van Ness's third book because Peanut Goes for the Gold oh, is definitely his the children's first. book. Yeah, you're correct. You're correct. <laughs> Peanut Goes for the Gold, right? Yeah, love it. I love how obsessed they are with gymnastics. It just brings me Oh, it's happiness. amazing. It's amazing. And ice skating. Yes. I'm I'm done. Oh boy. Let's see. Um talk about how accomplished you are. Yeah, not just me. Uh-uh. <laughs> this is probably more of a win for you. A win for me. A win for every single person who has donated to my American Cancer Society fundraiser has blown my mind because we had to, like, did I tell you we surpassed that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you didn't, but I saw. Yeah. Uh, we have already surpassed our two, I'm sorry, three? Two threshold goals. Two threshold goals. What? That's awesome. 
That's awesome. Like I've been checking it so often and I just get more and more happy because every time insane. it goes up by like a hundred dollars. It's, it's so, so crazy. Insane. It's literally crazy. Um, so right now we are, I don't feel like selling is the wrong word, but like we're, we're doing miles. We're sponsors? asking for sponsorships yes. for Katie's miles for the actual run, uh, wine and dine run Disney races. Yeah. We'll do it again for the, January races too, but we're just focusing on November right now. Shout out for you or a family member or in support of or in honor of or in memory of. Yeah, you can pick your mile and I'll give you a shout out at that mile marker on the race. It'll help me focus and it's a good cause. It's like a way to get Katie excited like for each mile to push through because this is going to be her first half marathon and her um, it's technically her second challenge, but her first challenge that includes a half marathon. Yeah. I know you're nervous, but you are going to crush it. Thanks. <laughs> You've already done a 10 mile race. Yeah. You can do 13. You're going to do great. I can do it. Now the marathon. If I, I can do this podcast, you can run a half marathon. <laughs> I'll think I, of yeah, that. I do think that you're more concerned about the full marathon, but you'll be okay. I got a lot of months to train and get my body ready. So yeah. I'm more concerned of tripping and injuring myself over the thousands of baby gates I have in my house because of puppy. <laughs> Every time <laughs> she does that, I'm like, you are a runner now. Don't injure your legs. <laughs> Seriously, like I tripped one time. Meg's like, you're doing dopey. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Sorry. Sorry. Meg's going to see you bounding up the stairs one day. Stop it. <laughs> Save your legs. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing right now. And so what are it's we amazing. doing? So we have reached thresholds of we are going to do a basically like a design your day at Universal on Swish and Flicks Instagram, where you guys, whoever follows us on Instagram, will get to decide everything that we do that day. And then we're also going to do a full day live stream marathon watch of Harry Potter, which we actually did for ACS like two years ago. Um, and then we'll also be like auctioning some stuff off during the live stream for donations as well. Yeah, it's it's already a good time. It's gonna be a good time. I'm excited. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Will I try the wine and dine? Wine and dine is the first weekend in November, and then marathon weekend is the first weekend in January. Uh, no probe asked, will I try riding a ride during the marathon? No, because I have way too much anxiety about getting passed by the balloon ladies and getting swept. So, <laughs> no, I will not. Maybe if I ever decide to do a future marathon, two months ago I said I would never run a marathon. So, I, I just don't believe myself for anything anymore, um, except that I can do this. But, no, I will not be riding. I've been trying. Nope, I'm not stopping for a margarita in Mexico. I'm not doing any of that. I will stop for bathroom breaks and that's it. <laughs> Maybe a character or two if I'm feeling up to it. But but also it's really easy to stop for the characters without even waiting in line. You can just kind of like go yes. off to the side and snap a pic. Yes. But like if Powerline's there. Oh, if Powerline is there, what am you I gonna do? bet your butt. You better be waiting in that line. I want photo pass <laughs> photos of that. Yes. You watch. Yeah. Katie's going to be running Boston here in a couple of years. Holy. You know, I can't even you say no because one I, said, I said I'd never do exactly what I have signed up to do right now. So, Hey, man, my, my aunt 
uh, she decided she was going to start running one year and then she ran like 15 marathons and then was still running when she was eight months pregnant. She was running like 10 miles a day. That's <laughs> so, crazy. Awesome. You're going to catch that bug. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's and I won't even say it's like runner's high. I don't even know if that's a thing. It's like a run Disney high slash event high, you know, like I'm oh, I didn't I could say this. I'm doing um the community rainbow run for the Pulse Foundation this Saturday, which was like a short last minute decision. Um, it's a 4.9 K to represent the 49 um, people we lost. Um, and it goes right by Pulse, which we actually visited for the first time ever, maybe like last week. And yeah, I'm just really glad I'm doing it. Um, that was yeah, like harder to look at than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was tough. Just I hearing d- you both say Pulse, it like puts a weight on me. It, yeah, like, I know. Every time I think about it, yeah, it really that's the perfect I, way to describe it. I think it caught me off guard because I didn't even know that we were going to be driving by it. And oh, that's the worst. And then I saw the sign and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I didn't know that that was over here. And then it was like, I can't I can't be this close and not go. And not go yeah. Especially and I had never gone. I also didn't expect to actually be able to see some building. of the building because mm-hmm. they have like plexiglass sections that like describe events that happened um, pertaining to like that spot of the building. And that was kind of like chilling. But yeah. Just but sad. I'm glad that we got to see it together because I was worried that the first time I was going to see it was during this race without mm-hmm. you because you're working. So I'm I glad that we, work. as sad as it was, I'm glad we got to go see it together. Yeah. <sighs> you know. But yeah. Otherwise, fun times. But the community rainbow run. It's going to be hot. Put on by Track Shack. Shout out to Track Shack in Orlando. Thank you for doing all you do for runners in the city yeah for real track check rules so 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 i'm confizzled uh what are you running for this current fundraiser because the marathon weekend is the one where you're running like a kajillion miles right yeah yeah this this first one is called wine and dine so it's a 5k a 10k and a half oh okay so it's like you said it's the same thing just not the marathon 20 miles we're kind of like using wine and dine weekend as like a like a step in training yeah for dopey because I've never I pay actually... attention, I swear. No, <laughs> you're fine. It's a lot totally of numbers that. and miles I and wish, random events. <laughs> I wish that we could just have one fundraiser page for both weekends, but unfortunately we can't. So, like, we have to fundraise for Wine and Dine and then fundraise for Marathon Weekend, like, with a separate link on a separate the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. But it's going to okay. be a lot, but it's going to be fun. And you guys rock. We're already over $1,000 raised for American Cancer Society. So literally crazy. Shout out to Swishers. Mm -hmm. Heck yes. Mm -hmm. Is this where I'm supposed to talk? Yeah, Brandon. What's up? What's up? Um, Well, actually, today was my last day in my current route. I'm getting moved to a bigger sales route in North Texas, and I'm terrified. (laughs) <laughs> that's exciting though because yeah. now i have to start from square one with all my buyers and tell them to buy my wife <sighs> you guys have made my nickname beef now <laughs> uh, i'm just glad Vinny just got here and wasn't here for that because he would have uh, really run away with that one marguerite i sell wine 
alcohols. But do you but yeah, sell matured oak mead? So we do actually have meads. Uh, one of the <laughs> mead ones is delightful. One, our main one is by Oliver Winery. It's Camelot Honey Mead, and uh, mm. I don't sell mm. it because in the state of Texas, it is too high of an alcohol content to sell in Kroger. Got it. All right. So, All right. Yeah. I just sell the boring old normal stuff. But yeah, so I'm starting uh starting that route on Sunday, I guess. Gonna go check out the accounts. Hopefully they like me. Hopefully they buy my wine so I can make some money. Who nice. couldn't like you? <laughs> yeah, do you sell fruit wine? Fruit wine, yes. <laughs> this wine is awful. But, Give me another not. glass. <laughs> Give me another glass. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I literally sell all kinds of varietals. Down here currently, since it's approximately 7 billion degrees, uh, we're selling a lot of your, like, spritzy kind of wines, your real light ones that are, oh, God. <laughs> you guys in your beef, you're throwing me off. <laughs> no, but besides that, I'm not doing a whole lot except for trying to raise a four-year-old and trying to make enough money to afford a house in this economy. Oh, and yeah. stressing beyond belief to do this because you guys told you guys asked for asked us what two days ago and I was like oh me and I was like oh god that's two days from now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that also caught us off guard so I, June really um, <laughs> came up fast it was like all of a sudden Tiffany was like oh yeah so Tuesday's my last day and I was like uh, what <laughs> but it was an honor like uh. I've done. I've done a Felix file, but this is much different. And the fact that I got to be basically one of the hosts was the coolest thing ever. We love you. Thank you yeah. for helping us out. No, thank I love you, you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I love you. <laughs> I love beef. I love beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna boy. i go change my nickname. I guess I'm, I'll just be, I'll be uh, beef prime. Beef, I was prime beef. Prime beef. Prime beef. Prime beef. <laughs> <laughs> Prime beef! <laughs> oh my god. Oh that's my god, that's hilarious. The best ever. Best way to end this episode. Prime beef. <laughs> this episode is for prime beef. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny gave me a new role. <laughs> <laughs> a cut above the rest. Oh my god. Wow, that looks like some nice wagyu in the background there. Wagyu. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you doing the closing or? I guess I should because I did the intro, right? Yeah, you should. All right. For prime beef. <laughs> For prime beef. And missing teeth. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Iggy. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> This is weird. Gross. I don't like it. You guys ready? I'm oh, ready. Okay. Let's do this. Hello and welcome. What the heck? Why'd you do that? <laughs> I was going to ask you quickly if you what? help me with your thoughts on this weekly profit. No, not now. <laughs> yes, I will help you. <laughs> mom and mom are fighting guys. <laughs> I literally say, and you go, <gasps> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
Hello and welcome to episode 249 of Swish and Flick. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I you could have just said it and I could have edited out the pause. Uh, I'm Megan. To... Nope, nope, not now. Starting <laughs> you can over. edit that. Nah, the vibe's over. Take three and action. <laughs> Take three. This is what happens when Tiffany's not with us. <laughs> uh, okay. Does Tiffany say 249? Yeah, she doesn't say 200. She says 249. Okay. Hello? <laughs> Brandon. 